morning. My name is Daniel Robus, and welcome to the Tech Central podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by MySky Networks, a Cape Town-based managed service provider. Their solutions cover all aspects of networking, including broadband infrastructure, cabling, network security and firewalls, switches, Wi-Fi and data analytics, all packaged as a proactively monitored managed service and all for a set monthly fee, which we are going to get into today. Dylan and Dean, welcome, and thank you for giving us a Friday morning. But first, Dylan, what's it like working with your little brother? <laughs> How's it, Daniel? Yeah, thank you very much. In the beginning, I'd say it is a little bit difficult segmenting your personal versus work. But, you know, once you get used to that, I think it's really good. I think we get along really well. And yeah, we complement each other. So uh, overall, it's it's good. Dean, thanks, Daniel. So yeah, as Dylan mentioned, very difficult in the beginning. To be honest with you, we had to bump heads a few times, but we came to an agreement and separated our roles. And being such different characters and personalities, it's actually turned out to be very, very great. And we've always been a close family since childhood. So it's actually turned out to be quite easy in the end and turned out to be quite successful. Awesome. Guys, you both stepped out of corporate and started your own business. And that was about five or six years ago. And in prep for this, I was reading a Forbes.com article, which says 75% of startups survive year one, but 69 survive year two, and only 50% make it past year five. So you're doing something right. And you've chosen to go into business in quite a busy area of MSP. Why did you start MySky, Dylan? What happened there? So Dean and I have a lot of experience in different components of the market where I came from a big ISP integrator market space. And I learned a lot from that side. And I took what we learned and then implemented it to take the positives and the negatives and kind of mold it. So we've been doing managed services for six years so back then it wasn't a big keyword it wasn't the known thing and everyone kind of pushing it so dean and i sat down and we had a strategy from the beginning to say managed services is our focus it's where we see the market going it's where we see the gap and was our strategy from the beginning and i think that's how we managed to get some nice deals and nice customers because we had the strategy from the beginning and we got in there early. Awesome. Dean, you carry the technical side of the business. Coming from the big corporates into your own thing, do you find keeping up with the technological changes quite easy to do with the team? What strategy do you apply there? Yes, so I've come from the bigger vendors in the country, well, actually internationally. So we're a very niche company in the way that we only work with three vendors. And coming from the vendors, I understand the ecosystem and how the product is evolving and changing on a day-to-day basis. And the best way for me to basically keep up to date with those changes is to keep a well-trained staff complement. So MySky Networks is basically 90% engineering. Okay, we don't have a of sales and marketing backend. We focus more on the quality of our engineering and engineers and the focus on the three products, but we deliver very, very high quality. And 
basically the way that I've structured that is I'm forever doing my research and, you know, being tight knit with the vendors to see what's coming out. And I make sure that my engineers are up to speed on a certification level. So when we talk certification levels, I can confidently say that we are one of the highest certified Aruba teams in country. And we are one of the highest certified Fortinet teams in country. So keeping the certifications up to date basically has a knock on effect with the vendors because they all of a sudden start relying and trusting you, which obviously turns into a successful team, as well as I like to keep my team happy with regards to enjoying their work. So I listen to them, I make sure that they're enjoying their work. And I've always believed that if you wake up every morning and you enjoy your work, you don't work a day in your life. And I try to bring that onto the team on a day-to-day basis, which in the end leads to success and keeping up to date. You know, when we prepped with this, one of the questions I was going to ask Dylan was, how did you grow the business so successfully? And I think you've already touched on that, Dean, but I'm going to throw it back to you, Dylan, because I'd like your opinion on that as well. It seems like you're just on an upward trajectory. Yes. So I think one of the key things is customer service. So we know that that is a differentiator in the market and it's a huge focus for us. We are taking on customers that we know we can support in a really professional manner and give them the service they need. They're not just a number in the company. They are really important to us and we take care of them that well. I think that's very, very crucial. Dean kind of touched on it. We're very niche and focused. Our whole strategy was pick really good vendors and focus heavily on them and have your strategy built around that. And that's what we've done and we've seen good success. And Dean was also touching on it. We've got a a very young team. So our oldest employee is just turned 40 and he takes a little bit of heat for it. So we are a very young, dynamic team. We basically like a family and we get along really well. And, you know, it's the same that that Dean mentioned. We don't really work a day in our life because we really enjoy who we work with and the team we have, which once you've built that culture in a company, that is what keeps it going. And that's what keeps the company afloat and being successful. So I think those are the crucial ones. I love the focus of attention and almost loyalty to your vendors that you haven't gone to try and please everybody out there, which makes your selection of a customer as well quite a lot easier. So if you had to paint a picture of the ideal customer for MySky, Dean, what would that person look like or that company? So the ideal company for MySky Networks and where we see the biggest gap in the market is the small to medium enterprises. And basically those small to medium enterprises are, you know, on the cusp of growing to the point where they've gone from a legacy network that's self-built and self-sustained. And due to compliances in the industry and that they need to move to the next level. And that's where we found the biggest niche in the market is taking on the smaller SMEs. And one big thing while I was working for the big vendors, while I was sitting in meetings, is they were continuously asking the vendor, do you have a OPEX-based solution? And, you know, five years ago, the answer was no. And that's kind of what ticked in my brain to say, hey, let's give these guys an OPEX solution. They're not massive enterprises. They do have big concerns around cash flow because they're also SMEs, they're growing and all of that. And the OPEX-based solution became very, very, very attractive to these SMEs. So we try to stay away 
from the massive enterprises simply because of the fact that they have these big teams in place, they have the skills. And if we try to get into those companies, you know, there's a lot less success than getting into the smaller SMEs mm-hmm. where we can get in there, we can work fast, we can get them up to the standards they need to be a successful business, as well as offer them an optics-based solution, which when we have meetings with the CFOs, puts a big smile on their face. So we've won those customers from a technology level as well as a financial level. So Dean's been talking about OPEX solution for a bit there, Dylan. What does an OPEX solution mean? OPEX solution typically stands for operational expense as opposed to a capital expense. So if a company wants to build a network solution, instead of them going out and having to fork out the money up front to purchase the equipment, what we do is we package it as what we refer to as a managed service. So we put the turnkey solution together, which includes everything from your broadband to your switching, to your Wi-Fi, to your firewalls and security, and then package it all together with the actual plumbing, which is the cabling. We take that entire package and we put it across a monthly fee on a contract term. So what that means is that the customer can easily predict their expenses over the contract term. They know that the entire time they are supported they got the latest technology, they got the latest updates, patches, software, and they have the direct contact with our engineers that Dean spoke about, which are highly skilled and often can advise on a lot of things. So it's a complete package that is set monthly. And the big thing about managed services is that because we're supplying the service and the equipment and supporting it, it would be counterintuitive for us to put in subpar equipment because then we would be spending every day going to start fixing stuff or my engineers being on the network just working all day. So the customer can be very comfortable in the fact that we're not going to put subpar stuff. It's going to be good equipment that we're comfortable with, that we know is a vendor that is leading in the market. Often Mm -hmm. we pick the guys in the Gartner, you know, the top right, which is where they come from, and we're comfortable. And that's where, on a technical perspective, Dean comes in and says, yes, I am very comfortable with the technology and I'm happy that Mm -hmm. it's is the best. And that's one less worry for your customer, I guess. We're talking around turnkey solutions and almost packages for customers. Is there somewhere we can go and have a look at the packages that you offer? Yes. So we've got a website, myskynetworks.com, that you can go and have a look at. It's got all our products there in terms of what we package as a managed service. What we find is that managed services are often very unique to every customer. So we've got our base products, which was what I mentioned, it's your networking equipment with security and we have VoIP and broadband, et cetera. But every single customer is unique in what they need. And what we do then is we'll do a complete site visit. Okay, we'll do what we call RF plans to make sure that when we put the Wi-Fi in, we get proper coverage. We do full designs for you. So we'll design your network and do a complete package for you. And that is all free of charge as part of the the saying, guys, this is what we would do as MySky, and this is the work and support you will get. Dean, you have just been awarded platinum status with Aruba. What does that mean? So platinum status with Aruba is basically the highest level of status within the vendor world of Aruba. 
And basically that gives a lot of benefits to the company. We managed to get the platinum status simply by our focus and loyalty and dedication to Aruba, as well as the technical abilities and doing the actual number that requires the platinum status. Some benefits of being platinum is, you know, we get great discounts off the bat, which is obviously a big thing in the SA market is always price, price, price. We get great support and escalation into our vendors. So if it is an issue that we can't fix as a partner, we can escalate to the vendor and we get escalation paths that are prioritized over other statuses. The status also comes with a very, very big positive, and that positive is I have been selected the Aruba ambassador of the country. Uh, And the Aruba ambassador basically means I get to see and touch and feel the latest and greatest technology that Aruba is building. I get to see it before it comes out, which is quite good for the future and the planning of the company. So that when that feature or product hits the ground, we are already prepared and running. Awesome. Dylan, why do you think more and more customers are looking for MSPs, especially small to medium organizations? I think there's a few reasons. Number one, like we touched on, was the OPEX model, which allows them to know exactly what they're going to spend. They know that there's no hidden costs, that the solution they get on a monthly fee, no matter how many times they call our support desk, will remain the same. They're also very comfortable in the fact that we're giving them really good technology. So that's so customers one. are looking at MSPs because they don't want to buy that capital equipment themselves. They want it to be someone else's problem. Yes, exactly that. So they don't buy the equipment. They don't own it. It is simply a model where they pay us a fee and we provide the service. Very similar to the broadband model. You know, you pay a fee every month for your internet link, okay? You don't really care what router they put down, how they got the internet connection to your house. You want a service, okay? okay? And at the end of your contract term, you say, guys, I would like to move on, and the ISP comes and collects the equipment. So exactly the same model but we are expanding it into the SME market. Another crucial thing is that often the IT teams of SMEs are swamped and it's difficult for them to do everything and difficult for them to be also skilled in everything, right? So, you know, if for you to do a SME package, you've got to have a firewall, all right, which takes skills, which takes a lot of training to be able to get to a certain level. You've got to do switching, Wi-Fi and a few other things. And for you to go and train your internal guy to do all of that is quite difficult okay Mm. on an msp you've got access to all of those guys with all that knowledge so what we're doing is we're not taking away an it man's job we kind of his backup okay to say listen you can't do it all here we are to help you and you guys lean on us when you need us and there's inevitably going to be a lot of other stuff besides what we do as mask guy that the internal it guy needs to take care of awesome Dean, I was chatting to Dylan before, and you've taken a very interesting stance on operating hours. You're working office hours, you're not 24-7. I think that's actually quite clever. Why did you come to that point? So we came to the the 8x5 as our main solution or, or our main support model, simply because, as we've said, we've always wanted to be quality, not quantity. And as soon as you start going into this field of, oh, we support you all the time, you start losing sort of feel with the customer. 
And basically what we do is, is we've gone with the 8x5 solution. However, every single one of our customers, and, and this is where we start talking about that quality and care of our customers, gets a personalized WhatsApp escalation group. Okay, so that's not to say that we don't support you after hours. It's to say that we will support you within your timeframes within the 8x5. However, if you have an escalation outside of those hours, we give you a personalized WhatsApp group with your account manager, with your service delivery guy, with your top engineers, as well as the fact that you can message that WhatsApp group at any time mm. and we mm. will respond to it. So it's part of the contracts that we will respond to it. We will respond to it within the decent time frames, but it's not a case of, you know, I forgot to log the call today at four o'clock. Okay, so I'm going to log it at 12 o'clock and my sky must action it. Okay, it is specific to keep everything between eight to five. Okay, and your escalations or your emergencies, keep it to your personalized WhatsApp group. We will support you at the hours of the day. We still cover the basis of escalations and important things after hours. Yet keep all of the groundwork and the bunch of support and the maintenance and everything within your eight by five. And that's allowed us to become or allowed us to remain very personal with the customer and provide that extra level of customer support. So you've trained your customers from the start, just like you're training your support team and your engineers in that during core business hours, we're going to do the work that needs to be done, but emergencies can be dealt with. And you've got a management team that looks after each of your customers. That's quite nice. I really like that. I think that with over a thousand MSPs scattered around the world, too many people have jumped onto the bandwagon where 24 by 7 is there, but actually it's adding little value. Business is done during business hours and the systems in the after hours, our digital channels that are there need to be looked after when they're down. But an accounts clock doesn't need to post a journal at 12 o'clock at night with assistance. I think that's really good. So we've dealt with the customer response times using WhatsApp as a way to get through there. I quite like that. And that comes through to the two of you. You know what's going on there. So how do you help customers that are untrusting of this MSP? They don't want to give over everything. They're getting into budgeting. They want to pay a monthly fee, but they've already deployed some kit. What do we do? Can you go in a hybrid style? Or do we have to rip and replace everything in order to engage with MySky? So basically our business model is we do do a hybrid solution. So as Dylan mentioned a little bit earlier, when we do pick up a new customer, we do a full virtual CTO service, which includes a full network audit and report. Okay. Okay. We pick up your main areas of concern or your main issues, as well as feedback from the customer. And we will start off by saying, okay, So out of 100% of your network, we think 50% is a must do now in order to get you to a point where you can work again and be secure with peace of mind. Okay. Okay. So your answer to that is yes, we do do a hybrid. So we do sort of maybe quarterly or bi-yearly meetings with a customer and say, this is where you're at now. Okay. This is where we believe you should be at. And what we do offer, which is, I believe is very different to other companies we buy back any old equipment. So let's say you spend 1,000 Rand on that switch, okay? okay? And 
you know that switch might be a bit old now and you're looking at the MSP model and the managed services model. And we will then go back and say, okay, your bill for the month is X. Okay. Give us your old switches back and your bill will be X minus 10% as an example. So basically what we're doing is we're saying your old investment is not null and void now. Okay. We will okay. take the old investment back. And where MySky benefits from that, and this is again talking a little bit going back to the platinum status of Aruba, is Aruba have a great offering where they then buy that equipment from us, okay? So it is an ecosystem that just works. It works for the customer. It works for the partner MySky. It also works for the vendor because, remember, the vendor just wants their market share. And if they can get yes. other products, Okay, or old Aruba products out the field with new products in. Okay, that is a big score for them on a market share. And, and American vendors work on market share, let, let's be honest. Yeah. So yeah. they have no problem buying that equipment back from us. We ship that equipment to Singapore. What they do with it is unknown. But what I'm trying to elaborate here is it is a benefit from start to finish. Ah, that's brilliant. The competition is quite stiff in your environment. Every second person thinks they can offer MSP. Dylan, I'm just circling back into why you didn't go into product development. What do you enjoy about the services industry? I think it's the component of taking a customer and growing with them. So, you know, you often go into a customer when they've got a very simple network and over time they grow. And then we grow with them. And, you know, that advice along the way to be able to come to us and say, guys, I'm growing. You know, we've added 10 staff. We've got to do this and that. And we come back and say, cool, let me design the expansion of your network. Let's spec your firewall to be able to grow a bit. We see you've got great growth. Let's start maybe doing some endpoint protection because you want to protect you from the threats out there, etc. So it's kind of like a journey we go together with the customer. And that's often okay. what keeps them with us because it's it's something we've been with them from the beginning, okay? Yeah. And we know their yeah. network backwards. We know where they're strong. We know where they're weak and we work okay. with them, which I think is crucial. And I think if you had to ask any of our customers, I think that was a big thing for them to choose us. If that's I could awesome. also just add to that one from a business yeah. level, the services portion of it is really great for us because of annuity business. So talking a little bit more about on the MySky side, annuity business is what we thrive for. So annuity meaning, you know, every month we're getting that fee, which allows us to plan our business growth very, very carefully, which in the end, obviously, as Dylan said, we grow with our customers, allows us to grow the business with the customers. And, and again, in the end, you know, everyone benefits as, as well as services model is black and white. If you sell somebody a piece of equipment, there's a lot of gray area. You know, what does the equipment do? Who installs it? Who does this? What if it fails? You know, X, Y, Z, whereas the services-based model is black and white. I pay you for a service, okay? That is all documented, so we know what to deliver, and we deliver the service. If the service is not delivered, okay, it's black and white. There's no pointing of fingers. There's no who did, what did, he said, she said. It's black and white. We pay for a service, deliver the service, no matter what. Brilliant. Dylan, for a customer that's looking for an MSP, what three things do you think they should look at when evaluating an MSP? 
So I think the first thing would be the vendors that are MSP users. I know we kind of mentioned that the customer doesn't really care what we use, right, as long as it works. But there is definitely yeah. leaders out there that are better than the rest, I would say. The status that the MSP has with their vendors, I think you also got to look at their technical team, how they work together and their certifications. So typically those tie up with your vendor status. So I think that's the first one. It's crucial to know that you're in good hands from a technical perspective. Okay. Okay. I think you've got to also pick a company that has been around for a while. You've got to be careful about doing an MSP whereby the company might not be there two years down the line and you signed a 24-month contract. And I think the last one is obviously just to be able to trust the MSP provider, the managed service provider. I think that comes down to being able to have a good relationship on a sales level, on an account management level. And work so a well cultural together. fit seems to be pretty important. If you're going to let someone on your network, you need to. Okay, so let yeah, me just summarize yeah. that. We're saying we've got to look at their statuses. So from the vendors being used, the vendor status within the MSP and then the technical team and their individual status. We should look at a company with track record and proven customer success and then a cultural fit. I like that. Dean, from your side, if you look at the next six months being the Aruba ambassador for South Africa, what are you most excited about on a technical release perspective that's coming out from Aruba? What should we be looking out for? And if you are under NDA and you can't say anything, um, okay, give us a hint. So from an Aruba perspective, Aruba has a massive, massive drive to go everything cloud-based. So everything as a service, everything cloud-based, and there's probably three technology sections I would like to discuss from a, a Ruba-specific perspective. And basically, what's coming out quite soon, and this is known to the public, is something called AOS 10, so Ruba Operating System 10. And a Ruba Operating System 10 is basically a matter of means where any piece of hardware from a Ruba on a switching wireless gateway security level will be cloud-managed. Okay, and will be consumable in the fact that I can start off with a consumption-based model. So I can start off with a couple of APs and grow or switches and grow into a massive network and not have to plan for the massive network ahead of time and sink that cost. So AOS 10 is quite a big one, all the hardware moving into the cloud. So everything is managed by the cloud today. Okay, but AOS 10 can still give you the ability to decouple traffic through the cloud. Okay, Okay. but keep all your management and reporting into the cloud. That's the first one. AOS CX, which is more on the switching side, is a new code that they're working on, putting a lot of money and development in. And that is basically becoming AI-based networking. So when I say AI-based networking, so machine learning, artificial intelligence, where the network is starting to rectify itself, which is a massive thing in a MSP environment. So Mm. we basically Mm -hmm. talk zero downtime or or zero trust security. And the fact that the network is starting to become smart enough, and, and this is built into the CX code, that we can get an automated alert stating that, okay, we're seeing issues in the network, in this part of the network for this user, and you know on this switch port as an example and the switch can actually make changes itself either automated or approved by the msp 
And what it can actually do after that is verify if that change helped the situation or not and revert back or keep that configuration because it actually helped the network. So very, very key portion of Aruba moving all their products into an AI base. Okay, it's working very, very well, as well as a human type base in the fact that I can go into our automated cloud platforms and I can search in a human term, what is the IP address of Dean Horston? In a sentence like that. And it will come up with all my devices linked to that IP address, all wow. of my reporting, management, everything. And I don't have to go and filter through MAC addresses and usernames and this yeah. and that to find the information. I can put the information in a human term, okay, and get what I would like out. Awesome. That's exciting. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Carry on. Last one. You've got 30 seconds. Oh, is the Ruby ESP, Edge Services Platform. And basically what ESP is, is bringing every single product into the cloud in a modular basis. And when I say modular basis into a multi-tenanted basis, which is great for the MSPs and management, as well as you can start selecting via a license-based model the features and functionality that you want. So you don't have to start off with a big bang. You can start off with one license, move up next month to the next license, to the next license, and they're incorporating their entire product suite okay, into a cloud-based automated system, which is multi-tenanted and selectable with your growth of your business. There's probably three or four different podcasts there. I can't wait to see your first customer with self fixing networks and AI reporting that's coming out, especially from a security perspective. So I think that's solid, guys. That's really awesome. I've enjoyed this time with MySky. I think Dean and Dylan, you guys are on an upward trajectory, which during these times, good news stories are great to be part of. And I'd like to thank you for giving us a Friday morning. So from a Tech Central perspective, we'd like to thank MySky Networks for sponsoring this morning, for giving us some time. I know Cape Town switches off after about 10 o'clock on a Friday, except for you guys. <laughs> and I uh, hope you have a lovely Friday. For the podcast listeners from Tech Central, this is Daniel Robus, and we're signing off. Thank you very much. Have an awesome, safe day. Bye-bye. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. Thank you.